Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning. The following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D. Welcome to Trekoff. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. And today we're not doing anything really. Nothing really happening today. No, today's is today a special day or something? Is there I watched going I, on? I did how was your Trek week? <laughs> it was okay. I mean, I mean, watched an episode or two or Did you? you know. No, I didn't. I went on vacation online. I didn't. I kind of I've feel like I watched an episode. I, I do too, of, actually. I do. I feel a little bit like I have, yeah. Like I watched I a really, do. like a really decent episode, yeah. I, yeah. I love how we're trying to bury the lead in that, like somehow the title <laughs> of this episode of our show isn't going to say <laughs> Star Trek Beyond on it. Like they're gonna go, they go. It said Star it's gonna Trek be a Beyond. surprise. Yeah, they like are listening and they're gonna be like, what? They're talking about the movie. <laughs> what? What is? It said Star Trek Beyond. I thought that it was it, gonna be Star Trek Beyond. The, the Star Trek is going to be yond, like somewhere else, yonder. I don't yonder. know what any of it means. Yonder. Yonder. Star Trek bees yonder. <laughs> Star Trek the Beyonder from 1980 Secret Wars. Someone got that from somewhere. Wow. Um, so uh, we watch Star Trek Beyond in different places. Uh, granted, you are... You are. Where are you? You're. You're. I'm somewhere. in Virginia Beach. You're in Virginia Beach, and I am still in in uh, in Maryland. Um, but uh, we watch at the exact same time. Um, so uh, so this is um, we're gonna do a spoiler filled review of of Star Trek. Yeah, Beyond we in have a second. to. Spoil- in order to talk about it, we have so, to spoil it. So for those of you who are tuning in before you tune out, um, uh, I just wanna um do like uh, a like a no spoiler bit here at the just, beginning. I uh. Should they go see it? Yes, I think so. Yes. yes. Was the movie horribly, horribly disserved by the advertising? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Without a doubt. Did the fears that the advertising showed you um, really manifest in the ways and as badly as you thought they would? No. No. Um, is this Fast and the Furious in space? No, this is not no. Fast and the Furious in the space. No. Nope. Go see it. Um, go see that. If you haven't seen it, um, although, you know, I'll say this, if you want to listen to our spoiler filled review, do, um, because it starts right now. Yes. And, uh, and the first so now that we've told I... you that, that you should see it and it's not sucky, um, first, but, now we're going to really first, talk about it and spoil the shit out of the it. First so minor spoiler, I, the first minor spoiler I want to give everyone, though, is this is the kind of movie where you could get completely spoiled on it and still enjoy it. This is not the movie so. where I think where, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm character I dies at again. the end. You know what yeah. I mean? Or the twist? It's not about that. It's no, not about that. It's fucking not. And that's what, that's the thing about it, right? Like that's kind of the the biggest good thing that it's a takeaway from this film. I feel is like 
you don't have to be like da, 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 or yeah, or oh totally. my gosh they did what to for it to be awesome yeah do you no, know that's, what i mean like, like you don't I could, need I could, that stuff for a film to be fucking good i could read you the plot and i'm gonna try to um <laughs> good and, luck. And, and and i mean i and think you, you probably actually could kind of Par- paraphrase the plot. I think you could. Yeah, actually and then you could that. sit down and watch it, and it would be, it would and be it would like still be fucking good. Yeah, but um, like a really good example is like you remember when in, in the trailers, you know, it's spoiled, right? And you were telling me how upset you were that they spoiled that, like the ship goes down, right? Like so that obviously yeah. happens, right? That the ship is destroyed, but sure. yet and still, just having seen what little you see in the trailers, nothing prepares you for what you actually witness when the ship goes down. And yet, do you know what I mean? And yet, when the ship goes down, they make it so it doesn't absolutely crush your heart. And I feel like if Abrams was making it, it would be like the ship's going down and you feel like you're watching somebody get murdered. And this time the ship goes down, you're kind of like going, oh, that's too bad. But it doesn't like sit with you, you know, like the death of Kirk. You know, it's like it doesn't feel. It doesn't. You know what? I, tragic. Maybe it didn't. It didn't. It didn't hit you as hard as it hit me. It hit me sure, pretty hard. Hit you, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> Everything hits me hard. But it's but... absolutely necessary for what they do. Oh, there's it, so much. It to... is. I do. I do feel like at least. I, I agree that it doesn't feel like it's the end of all the things. Like it feels more like any other time we've lost a ship in the series. Sure. When it sucks and we hate it and it's awful and it's like losing our home. It's like our home, our home burning down, right? Like that's a good analogy. But like it's not the end of our life. All those, all we those lens pick flare up the lights are gone now. We can now. have a new home. There and are we no more continue. lens flare lights. Where are they all going to go? Somebody, somebody crashed the Apple Store in space. I know. Right? Um, <laughs> They'll just have to be in a ship that looks more like what they wind up on. Um, that which, would be okay with Well, me. that ship certainly looks like a ship that I've seen before, which is astounding. Um, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, hey, let's do it. Uh, um, so this is just kind of from memory. Uh, so stop me. Uh, stop me if I if I miss if something. You, but okay. Um, but uh, it, um, space is the final frontier, and Kirk is on his third year of a of a yep, five year mission. Three of the five year mission. And yep. he is he is feeling some space ennui. He is uh, he is absolutely feeling like wow. Which actually brings me to the first problem I have with the film. But all right, we'll well, we'll, we'll talk about it. But but it opens it opens on a on a pretty hilarious and what seems like very throwaway scene. It's absolutely not a throwaway scene, um, where Kirk is is brokering yet another uh, piece of cord. Some kind of piece of cord. Uh, and I do have people. to say that if, you know, like I. So are you, do I have to just like let you say all the things and then we can talk? No, 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 no. I want to, I want to talk. So we, we can start. Okay, good. Look, so we can start here. So I, this is how I felt when it started on that scene. Um, I, cause I, cause like immediately I was like, oh, awesome. Like this isn't some fighty, like, oh shitty. Oh no. Oh my gosh. What's going on scene. Right. This is like legitimately like he's brokering peace. Like he's doing one of the things that they're out there to do. Um, and I love that, that, that sat really well with me. But like it was sort of in this dichotomy with the fact that like there's these like like just completely CG'd aliens that he's talking to, and that did not feel good. That felt very bad. Yeah, um, but then the joke that they're tiny was funny. <laughs> it was funny, but it was really like silly and like and it and it and it and it took me to a place where I was like, oh, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Until that's the original he, series, man. That's wait, like, that's, wait sorry. for it, wait for it till he gets on the ship and he says, I tore my shirt again. And then I like lost my shit. Then I like absolutely like nerdgasmed all well, over. And and even <laughs> and, and even having them be silly little aliens, that's something that I never thought these new Star Trek movies would give me. 
is silly. Uh, true. I, I didn't ever expect to see that kind sort of, of ridiculous, ridiculous yeah. aliens doing being kind of like where Kirk has to kind of roll his eyes because Shatner rolled his eyes a lot in the original <laughs> series at the ridiculous <laughs> I don't shit know that about he had. That. He didn't roll his eyes a lot. I don't know I, that that. I think there are quite a few. Or I'm not he, saying or... he didn't ever. You just make it sound like fucking Kirk was rolling his eyes every two seconds. And I no, I, but, but, like, I, but I'll say that Kirk, Kirk is rolling his eyes a good, I don't know, 10 to 20% of the time. Um, you get <laughs> maybe. But here's the thing. I never thought we'd ever see it ever. No, I really didn't. I have to say like, like, like this seat aside, like the movie as a whole I think brings back the charm and the humor that we had from the original series that I think we had a little of in 09, but I think was largely gone in, in into darkness. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And it, and it really, it brought it up more to a level that I expect in, in the original series. Right. Yep. Like I think even 09, it was, it was there, but it wasn't as much as I'm used to. Oh, and I then say, it was say, oh, way say- pulled back in inner darkness. And now I think it's, it's, it's right about, where i expect it yeah this is this is oh i and and i think like like well we'll, we'll get to where we like i have let, to say like let, certainly let's, let's hold, let's hold movie, off ranking them let's hold off ranking them well yeah until, but i think at the end done. of this movie regardless like i th- it was clear to me that simon Pegg had had written it yeah like that yeah, it was yeah. someone who knew star trek loved star trek and knew humor and knew, and knew, and knew humor and 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 understood star trek humor because it's not just humor like, I think that's what's important. Yeah, but to if know. you were to tell me that this movie came from the guy who wrote Shaun of the Dead specifically, I'd believe you. Because what Shaun of the Dead did was had tons of humor, but the humor wasn't jokes. The humor was was humor within an, within a zombie movie that was absolutely an effective zombie movie. And this did the sure. same thing. Tons of humor, and it takes the humor from what it's doing instead of let's say ghostbusters which i don't know if you've seen it yet i have but, not seen that but right? yeah it's not it's not cracking jokes like yeah. there are like those are jokes like that's a joke that's an inside joke to me absolutely without a yeah. doubt like well, i don't know i don't know that someone like my niece who was with us i don't know that she laughed when he said he tore his shirt right yeah because no because it's oh, her quite that a few doesn't have special meetings <laughs> there are quite a few things that are just for us yes um uh, but I, I want to start. I want to back. I want to back up just a little bit. Um, to uh, the first thing I noticed, I'm sure that you did too. There are a lot of production companies making this film. I did notice that. The first I thing did, I noticed actually. was like, it's like Paramount. Yeah. Hey, okay. Skydance. They did the last one, and okay. Bad Robot, and, and okay. Alibaba, and Perfect and Storm. Storm. Some and other name I didn't remember now. It's, it's just like, like whoa. Whoa. Like, oh, that like, was a lot. Like, like they were they were they not confident? Like I don't know what it is, but like nobody. Yeah, I'm not the- sure if it was that they were like like they like that Paramount and and they stuff, had to like, raise were, some money to do this. Yeah, like that they were not confident in it, and so they didn't they didn't have the the full backing of the studio, and I feel like they did. They had to they had to to shop it around a little bit and say. And they did. It's got a hundred eighty five million dollar price tag. So they yeah, I'm got- I'm glad they did. I'm really glad they yeah. got the money. I'm glad that they were able to shop it around and get the money for it, and I think that they're gonna that that. That's going to pay off for them. I, I hope think so. that this I movie so. is is good. We'll talk. We'll talk about what opening will. weekend looks like when, when we get to the end. But the um, I noticed that the other thing I noticed um, uh, it's got this big scene, the funny scene, sort of the teaser. There's a little bit of an action scene. He he goes over. He's walking down the hallway. No opening title. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even notice that, but there wasn't. 
You're like, right. The, the, the person they had the big star. We just, we just get right into it. Like we don't yeah. have that. Yeah. Just go right in. There's no. Actually, and that just goes to show I didn't fucking miss it. Yeah. No. They're just. Uh, you know what just, I mean? Like, they're, they're like we got there's shit no to do. Title. Um. Uh. The. The. The, 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 the You know. And you and I had. We talked about this early on in our show, where where we talked about how Kirk. Um. The idea of Kirk feeling listless in space really bothered you when we when we talked about it, it it did and it bothers me even more where they wind up taking it in the film like because it really does not feel true to kirk to me like in a way that i don't think is justified simply by oh well it's the kelvin timeline so he's had a different childhood like, okay I well I, okay so let's 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 talk about I mean, Mr. A had a lot to say about it. He was like, you're just wrong about this one. And I was like, okay. Well, here, but, you know, here's the, I we actually disagree. Said, it's crazy. But we have to, but we, we have to call because you're either going to go with this as an idea or not with this as an idea. This is the Kelvin timeline. It is. Every, I get that. But it's everybody just, is vastly. No, vastly they are not vastly different. Are they their are different. Their li- are their life their experiences? experiences and their life experiences are different. That's not going to change who they are at their core. I are you saying that? Are you saying that if I were to take what is all right? Let me let me. I'm going to say this is going to sound rough, but what is wrong with trauma traumatizing a child? I understand Here's, that he was traumatized. I guess for me, it's like I don't I don't know that I that I feel like that trauma is enough to make him not be looking for what uh, to not love his shit. That's weird for me. That doesn't really jive. Um, I'm willing to forgive it because by the end, he he has found his way home. Yeah. Right. Well, that, and that's, um, that's his arc. You got to give him an arc. And and I would say if there's any complaint, uh, the the one character who gets short shrifted on in this movie is Kirk. Uh, Kirk doesn't have much of an arc. He like kind of doesn't want to do it anymore than he kind of wants to again, and for reasons. And you know that's I'm I'm okay that we sacrifice that for him because we get so much for everybody else. Um, we do. We we get a lot of of stuff and and like I said, at least by like I I because it happens early. I'm like, wait, what? Um, but then yeah, so by let's, the let's end, let's talk about that scene. Let's, let's... Right, but I but before that scene, I think we we I mean, I guess he's talking about. What, what do you want to say? Go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say. I was... episode of Next Gen where Picard makes the choice not to fight the Nausicans in the bar. And that one event completely changed who he was yeah. as a person. Yeah, I agree. Like, All that's... right. All right. Well, All and, right. and and we're going we're gonna to hit that again a little later when we talk about Spock. Because <sighs> Spock is wonderful and also unrecognizable. And also, yes, wonderful. there are times, too, when, I, when he doesn't he can seem be, at all like it's, Spock. It's weird how he can be totally different and also totally wonderful um it's it's weird um it's, it's it is new. and it's it's like it's, it's, new it's, Star things, Trek. it's things that i'm that i that i have to that like i can get okay with i think yeah. You know? yeah like they weren't so egregious that i was like this is bullshit i'm leaving you know what i mean it was just like i don't understand this doesn't seem right and i think that like what you guys are talking about like the fact that it's the kelvin timeline is why i'm like okay well i will you know what? I'm I'm willing to see what happens. Well, right? I think I'm, I'm, other... I'm, I'm willing to 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 pay attention and see where you're going with this before I decide that I'm pissed off. Well, like... and I think the <laughs> the, the the other. The, so I'm going to move into the next scene where where well, we don't, first because this. But because before that something happens that to me apparently was part of what you were. I don't know if it was part of what was being kept from me because you had the thing that you talked about. No, no, we're not. We're not there yet. About. No, we're not there yet. He's talk, when he's talking about his sort of you know being sad about space. He's he's talking about the couples. 
Wait, so you hold people on. People coupling oh, yes, yes, yes. and yes. like relationships. And he's talking about like like relationships starting, and you see like a guy and a girl, and like then you see a guy and a guy. And I fucking loved that. It made me so happy. And then like you see, uh, you know, a, an alien and a, and a guy. You know, yeah. um, I I love that because it was like it was this little thing right where he's doing a personal log and he's talking about what it's like at year three, and he's talking about how the ship, you know, being sort of isolated on the ship, uh, what that does to, you know, relationships happening on the ship and that that's a thing, right? Because yeah. it would be, and it was on the show, you know what I mean? Uh, so, but what I loved about it is that in this tiny moment in this, you know, sort of this, this log that's meant to be a retrospective moment for you to understand where Kirk's head's at, um, they show us whilst doing that, like the spectrum, and sure. and that was cool, and that felt very Star Trek to me. That felt oh, and there were, right. and 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 we'll we'll get to because I have more stuff I want to say about that later. But the um, uh, there are nods to the prior Star Trek uh um things in here, and I don't mean the very specific one. We'll get to at the end. No, um, there's but, yeah, I think there's but, also in that but in that, there, there's in that an, there, sequence they have like um. Well, right here, like, what I'm like what I'm talking father. about is 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 they go the, yeah when they 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 sit and and it's Kirk and Bones drinking together. Yep. Um, this was so familiar to me. Absolutely. This, this was, was, this was a familiar feel. This was original series. This is what they did. Yeah. They like went and hung out and, yep. and bones. Would and I was so happy because it happens like in the first 10 minutes. And it gives you the sense that this happens all the time. They, one, they've done Absolutely this every birthday. Does. This was a birthday tradition and that, and you get the sense they've been hanging out and drinking yep. a lot together. That they, that they hang out a lot together. Yeah. Like whether it's drinking or not, like you get that sense, but the drinking is, is absolutely. And, and like, what's even better about that conversation is like, not only do you get insight into the fact that they hang out and that they're close, but that they're, they're close with the, like the other people like Sulu and, and Chekhov. Um, But like that there's, that there's still surprises because they're not as close with them. Right. Where he like brings this bottle and he's sort of, he's like, Sulu's, I would have thought he would have had vodka. I know, right? Like it's, I mean, I mean, check off. So it was great. Like it was this little line that was cute and kind of funny, but it was referencing their their knowledge of of other crew members on the bridge that that matter to us. Well, and I want to jump back to JJ real quick. And I don't I don't want to spend too much time harping on JJ. JJ, as he did with Star Wars, had a a hell of a job. A hell of a job to read to, 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 to do what he did. Um, yep. and, and I'll give it to him, but you know, this moment, I don't feel like what happened in a JJ movie. I, you, you know what? I don't either. I really don't. You wouldn't have sat down and had a, and uh, you might maybe would have had a very emotional moment when they sat yeah, down. Yeah. Like I think you could have, if you had that conversation, it would have been like really intense. It wouldn't but the, have been but the, just but kind the, of the, buddies talking. The random, you know? well, specifically the comment about the Russia, he's Russian. It would have been vodka. Just a little normal conversation was yeah. at a slow pace. And I said before, it doesn't stay, stay slow, but I said, I, I said, I, I said it. in our, in, in the last podcast, I don't care if it's a big action spectacle most of the time, which it is, it um, is yes. as long as it's characters I know and recognize, which I do. Um, as long as I see, I just need these moments, right? Yeah. Like I don't mind all of the action that was in this film because it made sense. They were doing, you know, shit that, that, was actiony like and sometimes that happens and i'm totally cool with that but like I, what i'm not okay with is the is that it's that all the time and like that's one of the things i really loved about this film i feel like and i'm i'm, I'm a little afraid because it's like 
Do I, am I just like starry eyed because it's a new Star Trek? I movie. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were walking out, you were feeling so happy. When you're feeling so happy, were you remembering our reaction into darkness, yes. going like, going, it was the best. It was so good. Yeah, I'm a little. Like I'm really worried. trying not to do that this time. I'm really worried that that might be the case, but um, you know, if it is, it is. But this at this moment, I felt like the pace of the film. Because um, I, I don't know that I felt this way after In the Darkness, even the first time when we saw it. I don't think I was like, the pace was so great. I don't remember really lauding that bit, but I might have. But in this in this case, I really wanted, I was like, I want a break from the action. I don't mind the action and I don't mind that it's there, but I want, I want it to be more peppered. I want it to be action and then something else, whether it's a conversation with two of the characters and it's funny, um, even if it's, you know, life and death kind of conversation like shit is intense is tense with you know uh spot we'll get there yeah, and we'll you know what i'm saying like but those are throughout the film right like it's very rare that it's like action directly into more action yeah like that it's at that's because like like we talked about in, in inner darkness where it's just like it's at this this level of intensity all the time and it's like Super you can't really serious. yeah it's like really hard to sustain and it's like the thing is, when it's that serious all the time, what the fuck are you fighting for? Yeah. Right? Like, that was something that I felt like in this film was was great because every time they took a break from the action, even if it was only, like, a little two-minute scene or a little five-minute scene, like, I'm sure if you laid it out on a, you know, on a graph, like, there's more action time than there is not action time. But even if that's true, the fact that it isn't always that and that we're going back to these moments where we're seeing these people connecting with each other. And it's like, that's why. And especially since I feel like there's this through line in the film, that's very Star Trek that is talking about the way that we are like right now, like there's a lot of war, there's a lot of tension. Well, let's, let's get and there. Let's get there. Cause we're, cause we're jumping. Kind of throughout, you know? We're jumping. You're jumping to the end. Um, it's like, I'm not, right though. it's like, it's a thread throughout. And I, I think know. that that's the, we're building that here. Like you have to see those before we can give a fuck about what happens later. Well, let's 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 move you know? into the next the, the 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 first big visual thing for me, um, where the movie's like, hey, this is also an insane action blockbuster. It's not even an action scene. They arrive it's at a star, no, they arrive at a star base, a star base, the most fucking cool star base. The thing's I, badass. I'm not. What could they possibly <laughs> do different? We've seen so many star bases, so many things in space, so many space movies at this point, but this makes sense. You put a center of gravity. You, you you have a thing where gravity's on the outside, so the center of it has no gravity. Um, and and it, because gravity's on the outside, of course, all the buildings would be facing up toward the middle. It is gorgeous. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And and again, even when we're coming up on this thing, we have this light joke, this great joke from fucking Bones where he's like, it's a snow globe in space. Like, I know. It's, it's fantastic because it kind of does look like a snow globe. But once space. we get in, I it's hard to impress me with design um, in a Star that Trek movie. That thing's fucking cool looking. I feel like I've seen everything at this point, you know? Um, and this... Like this is an innovative design. This yep. is, and it, and it makes sense. Of course, it would be this way because you know it is just a base. But you and I really put... wonder what the theory behind it, like the actual, like it feels like there's like underlying gravitational, well, of like, course, science theory, which is typical of Star Trek. Well, going the theory, on. Would, the theory would be is if you were on the inside of a globe, that the ground would be on the inside of a globe, and if you built skyscrapers, they would all come up toward each other. Um. 
it's brilliant. It's just really, really cool. Um, and we and we really get to play with it later. But I just want to give kudos to the design there. Oh um, yeah, I got like I was saying. I think we got into it. It's funny because we're um, we're actually staying with a friend, our, our buddy Shrop, and, <laughs> and he was like, we got into this huge argument about uh, about Star Wars um, and talking about specifically. I think it's in the first uh, in episode one where they have this ridiculous fucking fight in this ridiculous room with these ridiculous force fields that move randomly in this big hole in the center of the wherever they are. And I'm like, what what is this room even anyway? Like it's just isn't it cool? Like and he's like. You're thinking too much. If that's your problem, like you're thinking too much. And I'm like, and I feel like it's a Star Trekky problem. Like, and then so when we left this movie, though, I was like, see, that's how you have a fucking fight in a cool place that makes sense. Yeah, well, that's a, <laughs> and it, it like, only you can needs, do it all. <laughs> it only needs to make enough sense. Like, it's, right. it's you know, I don't need it to a, be. It's all, all bullshit. Things. It's all bullshit. But if the bullshit looks, you know, or horseshit, if, if you want to yeah. use the parlance, um, um. Let, let's let's move forward. Um, so uh, so let's talk about the thing that um, that Mr. A did not want me to spoil. Um, uh, we see uh, Sulu's daughter and his husband. We do. Um, and I feel like the only way that this works, because we talked about it a little bit um, on the ride home. Uh, I feel like the only way this works is if Sulu's bisexual. And I think that 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 doesn't just do a disservice to the character why, in the original. Why, series. I, what, why do you say that? Why is that the only way that works? He has not um, expressed any kind of sexuality in the Kelvin timeline. Right. But if I feel like if you say that he's now gay because of a change in the timeline, you are saying that environment is what makes somebody gay or not gay. And that's not the case. People well, are born no, 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 gay. No, no. So let's, so, so let's, let's be clear about this. Whether sidestepping that debate, what, uh, assuming assuming that what you say is true i'm saying yes if we don't if we don't have a debate right. about that if we if, if we agree that your sexuality is is how you're born there's no fixing it or changing it or what have okay, you but we, get, but, but we can also it. in that case agree that uh that sulu is slightly younger than kirk and okay and that would mean the ripples in the timeline began before he was born, which would mean there would be subtle differences at the development stage of of when he of was him born. in the womb when he's when oh, the and, and, and Simon Pegg actually talked, and all the things that's Simon you know Pegg what that's 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 I I guess I didn't consider that if you're you're right if he but I don't think that's true because well Simon Pegg even talked about that further um, because, so so do do you know about the controversy around this. Uh, I don't, you know, Mr. A told me a little bit about it in the car ride. And I was like, I was like, I loved it when I, when I saw it, I loved it just because it felt like an homage, like a meta homage to George Takei, which I was a fan of. George, George Takei is not happy about it. Well, that's what Mr. A was telling me. And I was like, I agree if you're, you're right. Like, I was like, I didn't think about it that way. I was thinking of it from a meta place. I wasn't thinking about it from a place like within the world and saying that it completely invalidates Sulu before. And I'm like. That's why I was like, the only way it doesn't completely invalidate Sulu before is if Sulu's still born the same way, but in the original series timeline that we're used to, like maybe his wife doesn't die or something, right? So he had found his love with a woman and it was fine and it was great and he had a daughter and that was his life. But maybe in the Kelvin timeline, he loses his wife and we don't see this, we don't know this, and he's, a, and he's actually bisexual. And so the next person that he falls in love with happens to be a man. Like... But what that, Simon Pegg said, Simon Pegg. I feel like works, but I don't know how he's different in the womb because I don't, because Kirk is not that much older than Sulu. 
Well, but he, but Kirk is vastly different too. You know, but he's like, not. He's, he's, but he's. Is he, he was like, conceived before this. Like it doesn't make sense, right? If you were conceived before the change in the timeline. All right, well, so here's what Simon Pegg said. Here's what I'm trying to get get, get at. Simon Pegg got a, got a real answer and, and said and said, why do all these people look different than they did? Why are they different? Why are ships different? Why do some things not match? And he essentially said. When you're dealing with what is a, a basic the destruction of Vulcan, which is basically an atom bomb in the space-time continuum, to say nothing of the arrival of the of of the two ships and the destruction of the Kelvin, which then gives Starfleet all kinds of new technology, blah 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 blah. But then, if you look at the destruction of Vul Vulcan as an atom bomb in the space-time continuum, that there would ripple back from that point. Yes. As well why do forward? we say? Why do we say that this only moves forward? from that point and that we that that moment would not also send ripples back um and the closer you get to that moment the the, the more pronounced the, the ripples more pronounced are. the ripples are. which is but but also that time is also course correcting it's sort of the lost the lost version of you know that spot calls out in 09 and i know that because i've watched it in the last two days that it's incredibly unlikely that kirk spock and scotty would have been within a half mile of each other yeah, um, I do feel like it's a course correction. And the, and the timeline the, is trying the, to reassert the way it's yes. it like it like there's there are patterns. Like I think that that's something that that I've that's, always that, that's that's like a one in a zillion chance that that would yeah. happen. And yet times making it happen, and it has to make certain changes in time to make that happen. Um, those changes include Sulu is gay and Carol Marcus is British, evidently. Like it, like <laughs> Carol Marcus it, is British, evidently. Um, it, so so it must it it must like make those changes. So I I I buy it. Um, I understand that. That's George an interesting like, idea. Like that that it ripples backward. Like especially since you know time, like space time doesn't flow linearly. Like it doesn't. Right. So I guess that there's like science there that makes sense. That there would be ripples um, throughout the timeline. What I like um, about it. What but I, like I feel it, like something is different. Is like you know being like the the makeup of a you know the. I guess the genes that get put into a baby occurs as a really, I guess it does. I guess that is kind of subtle, I suppose. Like, by well, comparison. like subtle, this is something I like that they did. Um, uh, the fact that they are a gay couple and they have her is also not shoved into your face. No, no, it's not. Even like I said, what's brilliant about this. Here's, here's what's brilliant about this. There is a, a significant, a significant portion of the population um who has who has it as part of their moral makeup that that is not something that they are comfortable seeing and instead of shoving it in your face and having it explode in front of your eyes and go fuck it you want to watch star trek movie you gotta see this right. instead they kind of go you know what we dare you to feel uncomfortable because we're not going to make you feel uncomfortable you are going we're going to force you not to watch it but to be comfortable with it because there's nothing like I said, it's the way I've always wanted to see it portrayed in Star Trek. It, it's it's like it's like Simon Pegg and I like are just on the same page or something. Yeah. Or I don't know what because he's like like I have I have like a new, I've always loved him, but I love him a little bit more now because he like I feel like he's just he gets it, you know. And I've that's what I've always yeah. wanted to see. I was like, it shouldn't be a big deal. Nothing's a big deal because we just yeah. accept everybody and everything. Like yeah. that's what. That's what the Federation is about. That's what unity is about. It's not about sameness. It's about acceptance. And like that speaks to that, that it's just this thing. It's just there. It's not something we have to talk about because it's not a big fucking deal. Yeah. And so um, moving past that, Kirk goes to the Admiral, who's evidently named Admiral Paris, which was weird. 
they tell you at the end of the movie that her name is Admiral Paris, but evidently her name is Admiral Paris. Um, um, I didn't realize that that came that went right over my head. Yeah, um, but he, I was too busy with other things, I guess. <laughs> he says to her, "I want to quit. I want to yep. get off the ship." And that's where that's a, one of the like first major moments of like what for me. But like I said, right, but I, I but he, but Kirk hits that with. I didn't disbelieve him. Well, here's the thing: you you go back and you say that's not Kirk, and here's why I think the Kelvin timeline is not only something you can imply, but that is overt in the script because Kirk says, I joined Starfleet on a, on a dare. dare. He does to try to live up to my father. And those reasons for joining Starfleet would not exist in the, without the Kelvin, yeah, without the Kelvin timeline. So You're it's right. not just like you can go. Kirk's just different. You're going, no, the circumstances of Kirk joining oh, Starfleet. Kirk, and that's what Mr. A was saying. Like he's on your side. Like that was, that was his, that was his Weird. position. He was like, I must be in the Kelvin timeline because this also I know. Is out of character. Also really out of character. Isn't it weird? <laughs> he was like that. It's almost precisely what he said to me. He was like, no, he is the same Kirk. The difference is that that Kirk, the Kirk that, you know, joined Starfleet because he believed in it. This Kirk joined for a different reason. And then he finds that reason within himself by the end. Yeah. And that's and I'm like, that, okay. we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there because I that. Can, that that maybe, I mean, I'm I, not going to say that it didn't still throw out my flags and I was still like, well, that's not Kirk. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I'm sold completely on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm open to it because I enjoy the film as a whole. Well, and he, and he, and, so and, and he, he's genuine in it. Like Chris Pine does a really good job. Like I believe him throughout. Like so, I don't ever, he doesn't ever feel false. So, so, so there's a, there's, there's, there's a lady and the lady is in trouble. And there's an attack, and Greg Gun- Grunberg, uh, who has to be there because it's you know J.J. Abrams' pal, um, uh, is like, "Hey, I'm Greg Gunberg. Remember me from Star Wars? I'm here too." Um, and there's a I lady. love him, so you shut up. I'm happy. I was happy for him to be there. Here, you know, I feel the same way here that I did, felt with him in Star Wars. I was distracted because he was Greg Grunberg. I was like, "It what? felt that's so unfair of you. Like that's really not cool." Here's like, the thing. I feel but, like you. There are two ways you are allowed to respond that are fair. One is to be like, "Oh, cool, I love that guy," or to just not be like, "Oh, be like that guy." That's no, it. but here's the thing: you don't I get to the, be like, "I can't even think about what's going on right now because I'm so wrapped up in the fact that that's you're thinking, you're, you're, yeah, And again, it, I I know that you care very much about being emotionally fair to the actor. Um, one, I do. It's Greg's, a, your, and Greg's your gonna argument be fine. is invalid. Like, it's bullshit. Greg's, Greg's Greg's gonna be fine. He's going to be okay. Um, I know Greg's going to be fine. I'm saying that your position is bullshit. My position is bullshit. Listen to me. I would like to submit that you are full of fucking bullshit. It's horseshit. Horseshit. You're full of horseshit. In the parlance. All the shit, okay? All the shit that you're full of, all right? I I only saw him as Greg Grumberg. I'm sorry. And I knew it was He wasn't being himself. He wasn't. He was being the... But the it's the meta like knowledge that some, I had, some big character to play that like you could have seen some nuance. It felt like it felt like stunt casting. It did. It felt it felt like that. But we look. We have too much to talk about. Talk about whether or not he should be there. Justin the point is being bullshitting about it. Like, I agree. He's, he's he's upset that that guy was in Star Wars. And yes. Star Trek. Yes. No. He no. Crying his fucking liquor. No. You cry, cry in your liquor. You go cry. White wine with ice cubes. All right. The, one, you're lying to Mr. A. So thanks. <laughs> And, 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 and you said you were distracted. You couldn't get over the fact that it was him. 
I couldn't, but I didn't say well, because. That is a feeling he, on your part. I, but you said that I said that it was because he was in Star Wars and Star Trek, which is not that what is I'm saying. Why. Yes, it, that is ultimately why. It's because. No, it's because I have the meta knowledge. You have the meta knowledge that he's buddies with J.J. Abrams. Ergo, this is why he's there and yeah. you can't get over it. Like, I, it's your fucking problem. And I didn't think he was great in the role. So whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. What would have been greater in the role? I'm just really curious now. Like, what would he have had to do to impress you? To make it seem He's like the it was best. He's my favorite. Can we move on? It's going to be a really long show. Like, what? Well, like, we'll go. We'll come back to this later. All right. Because no, I'm not telling you so shit. Like, like, seriously. Here, here we go. Star Trek Beyond Part 1. The Greg Grunberg file. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear. I'm sure. The best show. Let us, um, let us move on. But there, there is a lady, and the lady um, is evidently in trouble. And she yep. communicates that through the Universal, Universal Translator, Translator, kind of. And and I, yeah, never... I wasn't sure how I felt about the application of the Universal Translator. Well, and um, she and she like it's not really clear why they're helping her, and it's not really clear. I feel like that. I that... disagree. That's not clear why they're helping her. I like, think it's the Federation. Think about it. The Federation at its core, if somebody shows up on the doorstep and is like, I'm I'm in trouble. My people, I, I lost my ship and I, I need help. They would fucking come help if they could. Yeah, That's no, the I guess, I, guess the, I guess in a, in an episode, it would have been a fine setup. I never. It's a fine setup in a movie. Maybe, I don't understand maybe, the problem. Maybe I never, maybe it felt like it never had time. Like, because they keep going back and forth with her loyalty. You trust her, you do, don't. You trust her, you don't. But at no point did I ever emotionally connect with her. Um, and I don't know. I don't think it's the actress's fault. No, I think that's you. Cause I didn't I, feel that way. It was just a little, it was a little muddy. Maybe it was because it was so soon after Kirk's, um, it was so soon after Kirk's whole thing. Um, whereas like suddenly she's there and it felt like it was very quick. I don't know what it was. I just wasn't really into her plight, which is fine. Here's the thing that about this movie. I want to say to anybody who's going to see it, you might not be into some of the shit that's happening, but it's so charming. And so good that I can be muddy with her and still be totally fine with what's going on. Yeah. And I, I like I like to, for example, like I did not feel the way that you felt like I felt like, oh, no, she needs help. And they're cool to get a helper. That's awesome. And I felt like the fact that we like I, I, I actually wasn't that upset that it was like so quick that like some shit came up because it's like that's the thing about being out there like you don't like I almost I almost liked that right in the sense that like Kirk is kind of having some shit and by this point we know that Spock is going through some shit right because Spock has just found out um, sure. prior to her arrival that prime Spock has died yeah um, and that's really a, a, an emotional thing for him and he's dealing with it um, so and he's dealing with having like we also know like through this cute exchange with him and, and bones that um, that him and a horror are on the outs. And you know what? Here, I'm so happy and, about that. Can I be honest? I've never been so happy about a, a breakup. Um, uh, their chemistry in the first two films never worked for me. And I really disliked them in Into Darkness, having just rewatched it with them them arguing in the shuttle pod. Yeah, about, I, d- I definitely remember hating that. I remember so, disliking the the, uh, the, the like fucking tiff while they're supposed to be working. Their that, relationship that works off. so much better as a thing that you talk about when they're not together. Than it ever did. I, I disagree because by the it. end they've sorted things out and it works. No, but here's the thing. But they haven't sorted things out. You just see them at the end with things having been kind of sorted out. You don't. You don't go through. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not, yeah, I mean, I agree. I I do think that it's 
They um, are not Ross and Rachel. They're not. They're just no. Not doing and there's it. no place for Ross and Rachel in, in in the show. That's the thing, right? It's not Friends in Space, right? Yeah, so, like, so so it's not that I have a problem, like, or ever had a problem with their relationship, or that I was happy that they broke up. I was like, oh, I was actually kind well, of sad I, that they I weren't together. Had, I, but I, I didn't had an issue with it. But I, I but I but I liked the way that the whole re- that their entire relationship was handled in this film. I feel like, like the, I, I feel like up until the end of this film, they had one good scene ever, which was in Star Trek 09 after Vulcan's destroyed when she like traps him in the turbo lift. She's like, what do you need? What do you need? I think yeah. that's a beautiful scene. It is beautiful. Other than that, every other scene they ever had seemed forced and and it just didn't ever flow. I, I think that this I think their the portrayal of their relationship in this film is it's really the good. Is it's the best, the best yes. it's been, absolutely, without and, a doubt. And I was happy for it. I didn't want it to just be ignored. I didn't want to be like, oh, they're broken up and it's over. I no, because it, it wasn't. Was... I, that's what I'm saying. I love it. was a great jumping off point. It made, and, a great and the reason why it made sense, yeah. like when they actually talk about it, like what happened when him and Bones like actually talk about it at some point, it totally makes sense what's going on. Um, and that they would, and, and it gave an opportunity for him and Bones to have like a Sherry moment. So that you could see that they have sort of this contention and they and they say these things to each other or whatever, but that like the, but you get to see the fact that they love each other underneath it all. Sure. And that this is just a, a way that they are with each other. Um, I I loved all of that. It was all like because I think that the difference here is that I, I feel like this movie in a way that the other um, the, that even 09 didn't have, I think um, it it weaves the characters together to show you their connectedness to show you how they're all like, like the way that they're like a family uh, at the end of the day, like, and they all have their own like little things. Well, let's bring, like let's bring them, let's, let's bring them to their things because the battle happens. Right. Does. And, and, and like and, I said, and like I said, um, it, it wasn't um, like, even though I knew it was coming, um, I don't think anything like, I think it's the most, like one, one of the most horrifying events we've seen. To, sure. Now, I I like on the way, any number of levels, right? Like, there's I like the there's way that, like, that, that, that can I, I I'm going to jump out and say I was not even to this point. I'm not a hundred percent. I don't love the swarm thing. Really, um, I like what it. I like <laughs> I like everything that it does, but okay. I don't like it itself. Like, I like the way it impacts the ship. I like the way that that it's used at the end of the film in a giant way. Um, but, but the, but the giant swarm thing, and I've seen it in other things, um, has never affected me the way that maybe it does others. Um, it just, I think what was, I I think it's just so, it's so interesting because it's such a, it's, it's, you can see how powerful something like that can be. And you can see based on everything you've ever seen in Star Trek before that these guys are not going to be able to handle, you know, a swarm. What, what could they do? Yeah, Again. like they're just not equipped for it. Like, cause they, cause they're fighting and they're they're throwing everything they have at it. You know what I mean? But like, it doesn't matter. Two like, movies in a row have had gigantic ships. This time, nope. Like, I kind of, I guess for me, I felt like we this whole thing began with this gigantic, scary, horrifying ship. And I think that that I you need to see the other uh, side of the spectrum there, which is that that's just as frightening is a million paper cuts. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? Like I think what, that they're both ideas that we're used to that we see a lot, but I don't think that for me makes me automatically not like it and 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 not dig it. Um, no, and I thought a, that the way a, that they sort of infiltrated the ship, um, as well as tearing it to pieces, 
was cool. I thought the way that they did it in stages, um, because that they like. Well, the, yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. The part that I thought was really cool about it, like I said, was that is that that it, even though you see parts of like the ship getting like fucked up in the trailer, it doesn't prepare you for the actual fight because they fight back. And they're and they're really trying, and it shows. You know what well, I mean? It's not like they make no headway. That at first, when it's happening, neither you nor the crew seem to have an inkling of the trouble they're in. Like this is happening. Like we don't know how to handle this. Okay, we're gonna leave. We're gonna try and do this. Like like they all yeah, have. Yeah, you keep their... seeing them changing what they're doing as as things are ineffective this or as the, the circumstances change. Do and it's not until the very end we're like, fuck, nothing worked. Yeah. And I thought that was fucking cool because, again, I feel like that speaks to this crew. Like, I think that it speaks to the crew more than the ship. Like, you know, it's, it's about the ship, but it's about the crew. Like, that's what we love about the original series. It's not just the ship. It's the people on this ship. And it's the fact that there's a reason they're, they're known the way that they're known because they're the fucking shit. Okay. I got to give kudos to the, to the screenwriters for the fact that the – they do something that they have not done, which was they broke the crew all up, sent them to different uh, areas. And the way they did it was they all exited the, sh- the ship in a different way. Yep. They all exited in four different kinds of spacecraft. Which was fucking awesome and imaginative. And I also really loved like both in this scene and later when they get back on the, like the, the, the discs, um, yeah. like to, to restart it and try to find the crew. Um, the the way that they fuck with the inside spaces based on the, the orientation of the of the ship, which is something we liked in Into Darkness as well. Like that's my my favorite thing about the action in Into Darkness was when it was spinning in Earth's atmosphere and and gra- the the focus of gravity kept changing. Like I I I in, I enjoyed that as well. Right, but, but I, I felt like this wasn't just about the focus of gravity changing. This this felt more like they're on like it honestly kind of felt more like they're on a ship. Like like yeah, a ship in, the in ship the water, yeah, right. Like because it's moving, and it's like all of a sudden now the ass is is up and the and, you know up is down yeah. and down is up and it's this not about. This is where about, we first met. <laughs> like, no, it was not. It's, you know what? The, there's allusions to, t- to Titanic. There, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I guess I guess what I'm saying, but that feeling I think to me was like it was very visceral and there was a lot of emotion in it and it felt like. And and it almost to some extent, like particularly when they go back after, you know, to, to get on the crash uh, bit like that, like even in that circumstance, it's like this is how well we know the inside of this fucking vessel. You motherfuckers yeah. like well, and- that was cool. Like they have this they have this innate advantage that and that they know their home that well, like it's, despite the fact that it's gigantic. That is this gargantuan fucking ship. But there's like, nothing you get that to they see can that do. scale. I mean, that's and that's. I guess what I what I liked is that they took them apart piece by piece. That yep. that that and and you know, that's the what first... I'm saying. Like the whole battle was in stages. The whole thing. Yeah. Um. I. The two things that I appreciated. One, it was absolutely. Um. I felt like you were getting a nod to generations of all the things you would give a nod to. The the final destruction of this Enterprise is like the destruction of the Enterprise D. It absolutely is. You destroy the back section. You do a saucer separation. It doesn't work. The saucer crashes into the into the planet. But I also love like the the that, a like a horror picked up when like when they're waiting because Kirk has said he's going to do the separation, and he's like, "Why we can't separate?" You know, yet and and she like just like fucking pieces out off the bridge. She's like, okay, like you're doing this and you're doing this, and I'm just sitting here on comms, and I don't have any comms because they've taken out our comms, so I'm going to go do something useful. Like, and she goes and helps him. 
and it's fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, and she, kicks ass. and she kicks ass. And she kicks ass. Kicks ass. Yeah. yeah. And she's awesome. Like, um, and oh, that part was probably in the battle one of the more heartbreaking moments for me when she accomplishes it and she's like stuck with bad guy. Yeah. That we've now met. And she's on her own with him. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, bad guy has her. He's scary. I, He's I, creepy. As I was saying before, I, I dig the I dig the way that your main characters leave the ship in four different vessels in a in a torpedo, um, in an escape pod, in the enemy ship itself and mm-hmm. in the saucer section. And um, it also the way that they're split up felt a little bit like I I had it was really cool it felt kind of like reminiscent of um of I think it's five what's the one that starts with them on the camp camping five yeah so it felt reminiscent of five and that you've got you're seeing these conversations with characters like away from the ship um but in but in the case of this I think it was better than five in that it was like in service to the plot like into into what was going on into saving the ship and then and you know the federation at large i was gonna and, say reminded and me more more the fact that they, were, that they were split up in not always ways that like like in five it's like you've got the triumvirate and then you've got like sulu and and check off sure. together and you know what i mean so like the, the the pairing off was not what you expected you know you've got kirk with with check off well you know, and you I, got sulu but you, and, but you got but we got what you wanted we got Spock with bones. We did. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the one that, like, they gave us. It was like, let's see that. And I was like, yes, thank you. Like, because um, you need to see that they love each other, too. It's important to the triumvirate. It's important to to the thread. And I think that, more importantly, that I think in this film, something that it did really well was showed that, like I said, the love that everybody has for everybody. Like, you get to yeah. see Scotty. And you get to see a her and you get to see Sulu and you well, get let's to talk see about Scotty real quick because, because Scotty, you know, Simon Pegg did write himself a huge role in the film. He gave himself lots of stuff to do. Um, uh, I, uh, he meets up with, uh, do, what was her name again? Do you know her name? Off what the top was her name again, babe? I can't remember. Jayla. Jayla. Is that Jayla, her yes. name? Jayla? Yeah. Jayla. He meets Jayla and Jayla is Stop awesome. it. Don't call her that. Don't fucking call oh. her that. Um, like I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> like I, I don't call her J Lo. Why do you hate Jennifer Lopez? Don't fucking call her that. I don't I hate J Lo. She was not fucking Jennifer Lopez, and she's not J Lo. Don't fucking call her that. She wow. was J Lo. She's a, she's her Very own thing. Crazy. No, she. <laughs> and that you know, upsets I, me. That I, I, love, I love how that somehow you think that I have now mistaken her for Jennifer Lopez. No, like, it's, like, like it's like not the, funny. What you're saying isn't funny, and it derails everything. So shut the fuck up. What is your deal? Oh my gosh. Jayla was awesome. That's what she it was. Awesome. I no, fuck no, she, I love her is awesome. so much. And she never gets like, romantic with anyone. No, she, she fucking she fucking looked cool to start with. And yeah. then she and she kicked ass, but she but she was emotional. Like she She's wasn't feminine. just a fighting fuck toy. Like yeah. it was all all good yes. things for her. All everything good things. about and her. I, yes. like, she's funny. You yeah, know, she's, she's funny. She's coming. fierce. Montgomery Scotty. Like it's but she's smart, but she also fights smart. She also has a gimmick in her fight. Absolutely. She yeah, so she fights like smart. the hologram she's, queen. She's fucking cool on so many levels. Like I I love everything about her. 
Like she's um, like my new favorite. And, and and she listens to Public Enemy, which is which is also great. And I love That's how okay. she just, love how she describes it too. Like I was ready to hate. I heard Public Enemy. I go here it goes. Oh, here it goes. Right? Goes, I like the beats and the screaming. And I was like, right? Okay. Yeah. Immediately, immediately. Again, like remember, it's so interesting because we had talked about this specifically, and remember what I had said would be acceptable. I was like, you know what? If it was like not Starfleet personnel on a Starfleet ship that like are somehow listening to something weird that doesn't make sense, like I would like it. Like I said, like on Firefly, it would work. And that moment when she's like listening to this music, it's guys like, what is this? Like it really felt like she feels like Firefly, right? She feels yeah. like scavenger. I'm finding something to to try to go to get off of this fucking place, and I found this thing and I dig it. You know what I mean? And it worked, and it didn't bother me at all. Um, like even I, a little I wanna, bit. I want to spend a minute to talk because this is a good enough time as any. Um, and I think what we're gonna do is outside of one action scene on the planet, I want to skip over most of what happens on the planet. Um, in terms of the action, um, the two okay. things I want to talk about uh, that that happen on the planet. First, let's let's give a moment to crawl as um as a villain, and I'm gonna call him crawl A and crawl B. Um, crawl A is crawl on the planet, and crawl B is 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 when he's what whatever his name Eddington. He can't be Eddington. No, he's not. Whatever his name was when he's back in the like when he's what human again. Eccleston. Edison, I think. Edison? Yeah. Well, so, Edison. so I'm gonna come crawl and Edison. Edison's very interesting to me. Crawl is absolutely not interesting to me. Um, he's he's compared to the last two villains we got. He's very flat until the end of the film. Um, uh, and that's okay. Fun. I mean, I guess I could see that, but I don't but feel those, that but way. Those movies were movies about the villain, where this is, you know, the villain is the MacGuffin that makes everything happen. Um, yeah, and... I felt like in this, I, I certainly think he's more interesting when he's on the station, when he's on Yorkton, yeah. um, um, or Yorkshire, what is it called? Yorktown. It's Yorktown. It's Yorktown. Um, um, I, I certainly like him better there, but I don't, I don't feel like he's no good. I'm not saying that, that he's no good, but I'm just saying or that he's flat or what you're he's, saying. He's, he's, well, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I understand that you're jazzed and super jazzed about the movie. Um, but I, <laughs> I like he was, he was, he was, you know, I'm agreeing I'm, that he was less interesting on the planet. A guy than in he a was purple, later. And a guy in a big purple suit that had soul sucking powers that ill defined soul sucking powers that, yes, those were that, not defined that, well. that, that made him like, it took me a second to go, Oh, he's kind of younger than he was. And, Oh, I, but we can just skip past that. Um, we'll talk about him at the end. I'm sure we'll be talking more about, more about him on the second viewing. Um, the one action scene I want to talk about is the motorcycle scene that we were going to hate the movie about. <clears throat> I was never going to hate the movie about it. Oh, full I... fucking shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I say the nay. I'm not allowed to submit, but I will say the nay. No, I will say the nay. No, you, you were like a fucking motorcycle. What the fuck is this bullshit? Absolutely. And you know what? You know what I'll stand by is that in the that first the shot the shot that they use in the trailer and the first shot of him and her on the motorcycle looks like shit. Um, it's, it's a fine not, shot. It's in not the, a pretty the context shot. of what it is. Yeah. But I will say this. I will say this. I watched this movie with a nine year old. He nothing was giddier to him than the nine Kirks on the motorcycles driving. No, around. that scene was fucking great. Again, I don't, I didn't have a problem with it in the context of the film. No, like, that's what again, I'm saying. Like it, it made sense that there was this old bike on this old ship sure. with a guy with, with with a guy Kirk who we met first riding a motorcycle. 
Yeah, like, like it was totally fine. Like again, it was yeah. a callback, much like the later scene, um, that also is kind of a break from tradition. But again, it's a callback to to what we've seen from this character, so it doesn't bother me. Um, well, and it and it makes sense in the concept and the content of the film. Like as long as you explain something to me, as long as you play, explain it in a way that makes sense, like I can get on board with it. But you can't just do it because you feel because you fucking feel like it. Well, like, you yeah, and here's, have and here's the thing. Do you know Do you know why you thought it was bull fucking shit when you saw the trailer? Because they put that right next to director of the fast and the furious that's right you're right again the marketing the marketing does such a disservice to this film like yeah. such a horrible disservice to this and film. i think that honestly i would have been fine with much of what i saw in that trailer if it didn't have the words fast and furious in the trailer like if you took out no i still the think maker, the trailer would have looked like just a bunch of action i don't but, i don't think but we put I think it into the, the context trailer, of being the second trailer was fell better for me yeah like yes, the Rihanna trailer was no good, and the first trailer was no good. The second trailer, I think, is is the closest to representing the film um, the way but that it, it actually But it is. doesn't even get there. I but mean, it doesn't is... even get there. But I'm saying there's at least there's a couple of the quips with, like, Bones sure. and and, uh, and Spock. And so like, there's a little flavor of that. So you're like, okay, well, it's not. And, and the part where she's, like, sitting in the chair, he's like, he likes that chair. <laughs> like, so- um, But that's the only one that even remotely represents the actual film that you that you see so so i we will have a long time to talk about about uhura and and sulu which don't have that much to do and we'll have a lot of time to talk about about sulu and jayla i don't know that they don't have that much to do comparatively yes they had everything to do they were the best Everyone was. I'm just saying. No, just saying. They had stuff to do. Everyone came in. Everybody, everybody got MVP trophies. Everybody. I can't do this with you. Stop it. All right. I would like to take a moment though, because when we first see uh, Kirk and um, and Chekhov in those in those those jackets, the unif, the thing, I don't know where those come from, and I want them, and I love them, and they're so hot, and they should keep those. Oh, and I and I I love very how they, sexy. <laughs> I love how they next gen arise the uh, the original series uniforms a little bit. It's really an aesthetic that I enjoyed. That yeah, it, I dug it. it, it I no did, longer looked like, like hey, the other chick Starf- that was the 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 other chick that like helped Kirk. Yeah. Um, to do with the saucer. No, was it prior to the saucer? Or was it the saucer? Um, she's got like yeah, she's kind of got like leggings on with it with yeah. a with the dressy thing. Um, and I dug it. I like yeah. I dug it, and I dug her. Like I dug her character. I dug that she was this, and I dug the the other chick like that was hiding the the thing. Yeah, it's or is that the same chick? That's the same yeah, chick. I, I think. Anyway, um, anyway I I dug that. I dug that we had this other character that we like came to to enjoy that was like just random crew member, but like cool random crew member. So the so, so where I want to put my focus um, outside of the awesome Kirk scene, and we're, again we're gonna have years to talk about this, but is on the planet. It's all about Spock and Bones for me. Um. Uh, their relationship, uh, their conversation. Not all about that for me, but I fucking love it. Um, like, I love I, okay, it. Let, let me let me rephrase. Um, it's not that I miss. Whenever they're back on screen, I'm like, oh, good, it's back to them. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I get a little excited because I'm like, oh, they're gonna talk somewhere. <laughs> everyone else, everyone else say? is good and fine, but they are. Um, and I've read more than one review that says that says they and Jayla steal the show. Um, that that they really, God, I love these guys together. I, do. I don't know how I never imagined that DeForest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy's energy would be recaptured. Um, but they fucking do it. They do. I, they I do. felt like they did. I felt like they I committed to it. And they between these guys. Yep. And that it's um, this unspoken connection because when Spock tries to speak it and he's like, don't, don't do that. 
He calls him Leonard. He calls him Leonard. He goes, Leonard, I felt yeah. you always like you like my respect for you. Like, yes. And he's like, don't shut up. Like, at least I'm not gonna die alone and then typical. Yeah. Like yeah, it was and perfect. Right it was the what it was right before. beats for um, sure. That's why I say it's clear that this script was written by somebody who actually loves Star Trek. But also the 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 bits about fearing death. Um yep. All of that. And I mean, the only, like I said, the only thing that upset me was like when they laugh is when okay. was when, was when Spock laughs specifically like this. I was willing to give him the the misty eyes. Um, that was fine. And we've I was seen, and, but here's let the, me finish. Seen, and yeah. I was willing to give him the like the smile. It was when he out and out like is laughing and then he's like, oh, my God, you're delirious, man. Like I, I that was funny and all. But like I was like, that's that seems really out of out of character, though. Not like, at all. Not up. at all. The, the Spock, the Spock who beats the shit out of Kirk, who chases. Down I guess so. I guess Spock, the, the Kelvin timeline Spock that we've been presented with is much more emotional than the Spock we ever saw. He was on spores or some sickness or illness like we didn't really see. The spo- the sp- and, and you know what? And that Spock is in line with older Spock too, I think, because the older Spock is, you, you know, I am emotionally compromised. You know, this is that, that watching Vulcan change, you know, the, well, and the- I, and I think Mr. Ray just made a good point. His mouth is full and he's off mic. Um, he was like, also, you know, he has Spock prime who's told him to embrace his human side. Sure. Yeah. Right. So, so I guess, I guess maybe that would mean we would get a, a more emotional human, uh sided spock than we were used to yeah um that's this is that's the moment where i absolutely was like this is not a spock i recognize and i'm okay with it yep and 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 you know what i i can i can compare him to picard where where the picard in uh in best of both worlds um uh and let's go pre-best both the the picard that you that you mean i'm trying to think of, of a good early picard episode let's let's say one of the early q episodes or one of the one of the episodes where he's you know the all right measure of a man the the picard who who's arguing for data who has is is just shakespearean and everything he says is very he's stern and he's serious and that's all he is and then you get to to the picard um i don't know that he's just stern and serious but i do think i know what you're talking about like there's 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 the more reserved captain of the ship and then there's later you know what there is there's season like there's season two picard Doctor. and there's season seven picard sure. and 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 they are very different in season seven i picard, do think we see a softening in picard yeah, it's you sure. know you know and i don't they, mean that in like a negative way i just mean like a like where he is more a little more emotional with his crew a little yeah. bit more like you know like a really great dad um yeah, and, by the and, end and and so i i i like to think that 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 you can they are both very much i think that he is still spock and he is absolutely spock in fact i would say one thing that he did that Leonard Nimoy didn't quite do so much is going you know what he took the text of vulcans are more emotional than humans and they decide not to feel and i feel like that's something that was not explored a huge amount in the original star trek they said it but it was and i feel like that is quinto has decided okay my spock is doing that my spock is very emotional and is working through that because he is trying to be Vulcan. Um, I dug I, everything in that in that characterization was good. Um, I want to go yeah, to some geek stuff. If we can go to some geek stuff because they find themselves on an NX class ship. Yep. Um, and this is yet another nod to Enterprise. It is, and um, and and potentially, unfortunately, I think perhaps 
an actual mistake though like like a like a factual mistake or before yeah that got to you so i've read more than one article that says there's there's no reason the ship can't be pre nx01 just because it's a federation ship but it's an nx designation it's you see it it says nx and it's like 93 or something oh yes but so why NX- would that why would they count down like no and no, but- it's, it, it's established an enterprise that that the nx01 is both the first ship to go out into deep space in exploratory capacity yeah. and that they are the first ship to break warp five. Yeah. I'm, I'm making, I'm making excuses for it. You're right. Like that's, it's, it's so unfortunate because it's the only thing that was like, it's like, listen, don't pretend that, that I haven't seen fucking enterprise. I understand that maybe not everybody has because you like to say that one guy out there, but fuck you. Um, yeah. Like I have watched and I know, and regardless that's fucking canon and that's so pretty the change and, and i guess i guess maybe he can decide that that's a ripple that has rippled back from well it's the, also the so timeline here's the thing <laughs> it could very well be that that it was written right it could be that it could, it could have been said wrong on the day and they were like oh it doesn't really matter and nobody really I'm noticed really gonna notice i guess um or even knew like when justin lynn and the editor were editing the film together you know the the mistake that was spoken you know the i don't know I don't know. I don't. Why. It's hard for me to think that way though, because Simon Pegg was in that scene. Yeah. I know, but and he wrote like, it, I think he but he didn't. And I think he actually says the line. So I don't. I don't know where the mistake so, came from. I mean, it's. Enterprise to reach. Yeah, no, he's 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 granted that they're wrong, but it's that it's a mistake. So so <laughs> I I will I will I will um as the movie. I want them out, to just redub the line because I don't think he's facing the camera when he says it. I just want them to redub it as the, as <laughs> and change the, movie, the warp because that's all you have to do to fix it. As the movie, comes, all you have to do is change, like, like make it warp six. Problem solved. As the and as then, as the movie comes out and people discuss it, um, I want to hear that. I want to hear a reason. Um, and I don't care what the reason is. I can headcanon that. You know, I can go. Okay, no, I I really can't. It's it's so glaring. It's and it's so unfortunate. Yeah, but you're gonna have to. Like, it's you're in a have, film it, that I like so much. Like yeah, it's such. A, it, it's yeah. so man. Simon, they get everything else right because they like even in the even in the video they're showing they're wearing the old Enterprise uniforms. You know, like that like, doesn't even again. That doesn't. The only problem. No, I'm not that saying that says, that bothers me. That's a good thing. I'm like, no, I'm it's a very movie. good thing. That's what I'm saying. And the, the problem is just is just that it's warp four. Like all they had to do was say warp six, and and there's not a fucking problem. Like that's the thing. Like what I want them to do, if they're listening, is to fucking redub the line and say warp six. That's what I want. And problem is solved. And it is. And there's no flaw. There's no factual error anymore. It's fucking fixed. Yeah. Like that's so, what needs to happen. Uh, so for those of you who don't know exactly what we're talking about, if you haven't watched Enterprise, um, uh, the ship is based on the Enterprise. Everything that they reference. Let's just talk about how much of this is in Enterprise because it's all sort of throwaway things that if you you need to put together. Um, uh, Krull's character is was basically when the Zindi attacked. Um, basically, did nine eleven on Enterprise. Yep. Um, uh, the, it was this alien race called the Zindi. And when that happened, uh, the United Earth, this is pre-Federation, came yep. up with these soldier guys called the Makos. And yep. the Makos came onto Enterprise to help and fight. And they were a military force because the Federation is not a military. It's not yeah. a military And they didn't wear the same uniforms and they were a separate force on there. And they came on specifically to fight. Which, by the way, this movie finally is on my side. I'm like, you can't yep. fucking refute that shit anymore. Um. Uh, and they and military um fine they they fight the makos uh the 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 makos were brought on to fight and then when they brought on to fight 
Yeah, and, and when then, they became the Federation, there was no, there need, was no need for them for the, yep. for the Makos. Because but they not... wanted to honor them for their service, so sure. they gave this guy a captaincy. Yeah. Um, he even says the Zindi and the Romulan Wars, which at the end of, of Enterprise, we talked about how the like the next season of Enterprise would have been. The war the with Romulans. Romulans. Yeah. Um, and that the Makos would have been part of that, and then the Federation would have happened. And the Federation would have happened. That would have been this awesome. Absolutely. And completely. A sequel to Enterprise. It's awesome. I love it. I love that. That's why it's, so, it's why it's so upsetting that there's this glaring factual error because there's so like all this stuff that you're talking about that's there that's talking about their past and that that speaks to the Federation as a whole. Like I think that's and once what's again, so great about it. It's going back to the beginning of the Federation to to get Kirk the to realize or to you know what I mean to to to, to wind up where we know Kirk to be. Um, in the original timeline, in that knowing what the Federation stands for and 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 getting that 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 fucking matters and it matters enough that it's worth all that you do, that that's that's what you're doing. Like it's not even about this or that or you know how long you're away or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's the adventure that you're on, and that's what you represent out in the universe. Now there's going to be it, a lot. There's going to be a lot, a lot more to talk about as we go through. But I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like just jump ahead and go. So some awesome shit happens. Some other awesome shit happens. Yes. They, they do Lots some of awesome rescuing. shit happens. Some more awesome shit happens. They get the ship to launch off. They're in space. Um, the next big thing I want to talk about is the thing that I was sure when I realized it was happening that I and everybody was going to hate that they made me love with a single line, the use of sabotage by the yep. Beastie Boys to destroy. I loved it. And one line. I cheered. And I got to tell you, everybody in the theater with me cheered. Everyone was happy. It's the song that Kirk was screaming when he was a little boy crashing the car. Yep. And we had a conversation about that very recently. I know. Because you remember what you said? Also, it's like classical music. That's the line. I know. I thought of you when that line was said. That one line. Buddy, that was for you. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing that like I was ready to cross my arms. I was ready to go. Oh, this is stupid. (laughs) They go, is is he playing classical music? I believe he is. I was like, fuck it. I'm with you. (laughs) All right. Fuck. Okay. You got I was me. Like, I was like, dude, they did that just for you. I did it. You should send a thank you note to Simon Pegg. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I think that Simon Pegg knew that what he was doing was ridiculous and dangerous, and, and it would be very easy for everyone to turn on it. And he knew, he knows Trek fans Again, enough to know. Again, that's what, what I'm saying. Things. Again, that's what I loved about this film. It was like, as long as you give me a reason for why you're doing a thing, I can get on board with it. And the fact that it was this callback to the to, to, to 09 and that it was to fuck with their shit, like that, that like. Well, when Kirk just goes, a good, good song. Good choice. The little, yeah, the little smile. Yeah. Oh, he fucking. Because he knows. Chris he's got Pine a memory. He nails it. He nails it. Yeah. Like um, it's, it's perfectly executed you gave me the reason for it to be there that i needed to get okay with it um and to make it fun without it being stupid right yeah. like that's what that was what he managed to, to hit was to make it fun without it being stupid and this is what i said to my son who was sitting next to me as we were doing the scene and the scene of course they blow up all the bad guys except for like four or five and then they have a battle inside the space station like and because it's in a in a, in a sphere some ships are going up some it's like inception with spaceships and Fucking they're fighting cool and, and, and everything and i looked at my, my son i just go this is so much fun it is and it's i will a lot say of this fun. i will say this that 
that while I really like, and I really like both the other two films, let me be clear, I, I fuck with Into Darkness a lot. I just watched it yesterday. It's fine. It's good. It's enjoyable. A lot <laughs> we give it a enjoyable. lot of shit. There's a lot of things to get pissy about, but it's still a good movie at the end and, of the day. And 09, 09 is an accomplishment, an achievement, an epic film that I love, but this is fun. And, this but more importantly, fun. like this is what I'm talking about. Like it's, it is both fun and you've got this wonderful conversation with our bad guy. So yeah, and so let's get there. Kurt, let's get there. So like so, that makes it Star Trek. Like yeah, that's so, not only fun, but it's also clearly Star Trek. And that's the thing. Like that's the thing. Like that now I understand what the reviewers were talking about. Because that was the thing about the original series, is it was both fun and it had a commentary on on yeah. what's going on in the world today. Like it had that. That was that was the beauty. That's the fucking brilliance of the original series. Yeah. And I think that this is the first film in which we've actually seen it realized. One, the one they they put the fight in a fun place where everybody where they get to fly and fight and keep changing like like they're in an MC Escher patient painting what, yep. what they're on. And then in between blows, they get to absolutely have a conversation about basically the wounded vet left behind and 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 dealing with the peaceful and world what's what's great. yeah what's so great about it is that you get like you understand where this guy's coming from like he's not just like crazy he's like no this is like conflict makes you strong peace makes you weak like it's like his ideals like make you sense. ignore the fact that kirk who's half his size is beating the ever-living shit out of him yes he mostly is beating the ever-living ever-living shit out of kirk like I can't tell you the number of times when I was like, oh, like when he fucking yeah, but Kirk, Kirk but but him. Kirk beats this guy down, which is sort of an argument against like you know. And I heard it's such one- a Kirkism though, dude. It really is like yeah. he's because by the end, Kirk like Kirk's thing is that he's both a survivor, right? That he can just take a lot of shit. Like there's different kinds of fighters out there, right? And Kirk is that fighter that loses his shirt or whatever every time. But like he can take the blows. Like he keeps on ticking. Like Mal. Like he's. I mean, they're both like the same in that way, like their archetype, right? And that they're survivors, but that Kirk's strength is in his passion. And I think that what happens is he becomes, finally, we see him really become the Kirk that, that I'm used to, the, the original Kirk, the, that is passionate about the Federation and about, and about like his people and the, and the ship and, and everything, right? And that is what gives him the extra something. That's what gives him the ability to fucking lay the smack down on this guy. And I, and I will, and I will, I will say this. short burst. It's not like it's this sustained ass whooping that he kicks this guy's ass. Like he gets his ass kicked. 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 Yeah. And then finally he's like, he just summons all of the things he has. And he fucking gives the guy a bit of a whooping. And it was enough in that moment. And that's all it needed to be. And I, and, and I will say this. I love their conversation. I love where it goes. I love how it ends. Um, yep. I love the way that he's saved by Chris by, Pine I, kills I it, and and so yeah. does the bad. I mean, bad guy kills it too. Was it um, Idris Elba? Is that who played yeah. him? Um, he fucking kills it. They both do. But they. they I will say it. this: if there's a weak part of the movie, I said this at the beginning of the podcast. It is that Kirk's change of heart. He's been through some shit. I don't feel like they've arced his character to the point where I completely understand why now it's about being on the on the ship, and that's fun. Um. I, I disagree. I, I think that it, there's I think that there's a fundamental shift that we see when he's having that conversation, when he realizes the importance of their mission, not just the Federation, but their mission. Like, I think it, it, it stems from understanding 
what the Federation stands for. Right. Like, I think that was sort of the element that he was missing, like that he didn't because he didn't join for himself. Like we've said, he joined for, you know, his dad and, you know, it's the right thing to do. And it was kind of a dare. And like, we'll see. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like that part of Kirk is like the adventure, the fun. Like that's Kirk at his core. Like, that's what he loves about being on the ship. That's what he loves about the exploration. But I think yeah. that maybe the, the, the what the film is trying to say is without him having joined for the cause of the Federation, without having believed in what he was exploring for and not believing in who he was an ambassador for, that he couldn't connect with the fun of it. Yeah. Right. I, and I, so I, I absolutely can. understand everything you're saying. Um, as we wrap like, this up, we're going to be talking about this for, we have to, because we haven't talked about Spock's arc enough. We haven't talked about yeah. anybody else's arc, but, but kind of Kirk's. Yeah. Um, um, and, and there's so much. There's, for the, last, the, the, the last two things I want to talk about um, things designed to make us both happy. Um, Spock, uh, goes through Ambassador Spock stuff. Yeah. Oh man, they just want to make me cry in this film. Like, I love you so much. <laughs> I do. Oh, I gotta say, uh, for oh, doing it, but like at the same time, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like when he pulled it, I was not expecting what he was. I wasn't look at. either. I didn't know what I was expecting. Like even when he got the box out, I was sad. But then when he pulled out the, thing, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like I, was like, I kind of almost wanted to be like a hologram of Shatner talking or something. If you like, if you're gonna ever have Shatner doing a thing, that would be, would be the. It the place to do it you know um and maybe that's how it's written and shatner was like fuck you i don't need to do this um maybe uh, i doubt it but, but what maybe. they did the music the old style music oh, comes God, in no um he's got me at, in the feels man <laughs> looking at what could be um <sighs> yeah and then as if that's not enough i know i know as if like, that wasn't hey. enough like you watch the pre-credits and Star Trek, like, Star Trek there's three. Stuff, there's music. What has to happen? It's the end of Star Trek three. The end of the, I guess this happened at the end of Star Trek four last time, but still, um, the destruction of the ship followed by the Enterprise A. You watch it get built. It doesn't mm -hmm. look like the ship before. Mm -hmm. The ship they're building looks like the Enterprise from the movies. Does it not? I don't know. I couldn't say. I was I was very caught up in the. Yeah in the moment oh, of that it's, 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 of just it's, seeing the ship and like knowing that they're like being like, and having just a sense of, of joy that they are going to go back out there and what more we might uh, be able to see, they, like I, what I, we I, get I, to see now, like, because I feel like here's like the I ship, said, the ship that was created did not look like the super jazzed up JJ ship. Um, it looked like, I feel like the, the saucer section was a little bit detached. Like it was a dish. Um, I saw the red lines that were on there that I recognized so much from from the the movies from one like Star Trek one through six. Um, I definitely uh, I I I felt more like it was an original series movie by the yeah. end. So like I felt more like the next one was also going to be, and like now I really want to see that film. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't necessarily, I wasn't, I'm definitely much more excited now to see the next one than I was after Into Darkness, yeah. for sure. Um, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like I, I, I want to see more of what I just saw. Like um, give it to me, put it in my eye holes. And, yeah. and, and then after they gave us that, like, so it's like feel after feel and then like a meta feel after that. 
where it was oh. like they do the they do the credits and it's like the you know Silence. you're seeing yeah that was the, i mean i was like you guys are killing me like was i was already crying time. when we started with the fucking photograph and, and then, then the they like do the like pre-credit thing and then there's like you know the music and it's great and it's the traditional you know star trekky abrams yeah. music that they come up with and oh, then, and then, and then i love like, this exploration through the galaxy though as opposed to the other ones where it's just like look at these giant awesome planetscapes this felt like i was exploring it absolutely like, did, and I loved how they get. Again, this was this was one of those things. Like they just they really like it's so many punches to the feels at the end of this film. Like when they give a piece of the thing to everybody on the ship, uh, all of the crew that we yeah. that are like the core crew that we know, right? They all get a piece of it instead of it just being Kirk. And yeah. I thought that was really beautiful. And I think that this movie spoke to kind of that cohesiveness that that crew. Um, that we that we'd come to love in the original series and that we're reaching a point where we're kind of getting that now well, like i think I, it, I think it cashes in on the past a little bit to do it but that's okay like i'm totally well, fine because with you that. know what it's this is um, not a reboot this is not a reboot it's not it's a different it, universe yeah but, but it's connected yes like there's saw... a weird yes there's a connection there and that's that's what's great about it and like and then and then so then we so we have that and that's beautiful you know, and hit me in the feels. Now, now before and then we they get do to the, the, the credits and then yep. we're exploring the universe and then, and then like and black then, wait hold on hold on silence then, hold on then they do the the title credit that they didn't do at the beginning star yep. trek beyond is not this film star trek beyond is where star trek is going they don't tell you Star Trek Beyond at the beginning of the film. They don't go, here's the movie Star Trek Beyond, like they did with Star Trek and Into Darkness. They started the movie. The first time you see Star Trek Beyond, the, the first time it's going out there yep. is when they've finally gone through this. And that and, and it's they, and it's fucking awesome. And then it like and then it goes it cuts to black and all the noise right. stops. There's no nothing. Nothing. And then it In it's, memory of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. And then right. for Aunt Tuck, like, see, I'm getting all fucking weepy just thinking about it because <laughs> I'm ridiculous. <laughs> nice. um, I, I like, I got to say, man, <laughs> like, it was very bittersweet <laughs> in that way. Um, And then the Rihanna song comes in, which in the context. Which you fucking of- called and I said it made me think of you. I was like, you yeah, called it. It worked. It worked fine. It was great. <sighs> it's, it was it still kind of irritates me, but like not enough for me to like super rage about yeah. right now. Um. Maybe uh, later. Maybe it'll make me more ragey later. But right well, now. I mean, certainly we'll have a chance. Well, I I'm gonna try and see it again this weekend before we do our next show. Um, um, okay, I, I'm not sure get, if I'll be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I I want to get that. I want to read up on it a little now. I'm gonna see what meta knowledge I can get. I'm gonna see what explanations are out there and see how their fans are. Responding. Yeah, you do all that stuff, and I'll try to watch the movie one more time. Um, um <laughs> I, I I will say this. Well, that, let's uh, try to plan. You know what? Let's try to plan us going to see it together. That's I mean, I love do. that. Um, the movie is tracking to make uh, $10 million less than Into Darkness and uh, and $15 million less opening weekend than Star Trek 09. Um, Let's hope that, that's, that this is going to turn around after everybody who's gone and seen it tonight yeah. is like, no, this is awesome. Yeah, because I gotta say, I do remember being sitting in the theater and feeling like I mean, I may, and I thought I I, tr- I attributed this to me being out in like Virginia Beach and everybody's at the beach and like nobody wants to go see a movie right now, but like it wasn't a fully packed theater, and that made I me a little sad. Mean, even though I, I wasn't did, excited for, I, even though I was worried about this film, I was still sad to see that. Yeah, but I the days of the fully packed theater. Unless you're a Marvel film, might be going away. I do want to say that Star I Wars was was fucking packed. But Star but Star Wars was the number one grossing film of all time. Um, in the United States. So yeah, like, and it did but, most of its business in the first like week and a half. 
Um, this is a, it's this and this summer is just a different animal. I mean, I've seen a bunch of movies op- opening night, Ghostbusters with that way. Let's keep in mind when we were seeing stuff when we were younger, it was all at midnight shows. Yeah, the, in, I mean, this could be more of a theater, slow burn, you know, like theater. I would be fine with that as long, you know, does, if it doesn't have the strongest opening weekend, as long as it winds up. Well, it's going to have to make, strong, it's have to make okay its money it. overseas. Um, I'm hoping the international cast, I'm hoping, you know, all the other investors, you know, it's not going to end up like Ghostbusters, which is getting like, it needs to get shown in China. Um, and that's going to be a big thing. Cause it's, cause Ghostbusters, you know, is going to tank mostly because China refuses to show it, which is half its budget, like half is what it can make going. So wow, really? like, like there are like, I want it to do well. I want them to make more. Well, I mean, I have to understand Ghostbusters did not yeah. have as good a reviews. Like, but it does, so. but the, but that like, like and we've talked about like how like Warcraft got terrible reviews and made no money in America, but then made all its money in China. You know, like saying, I, I don't want it to make all its money in China. I want it. I want the reviews to get out there. I want people to realize that it's a fucking good movie and go fucking watch it yeah. here. I want no, them to do it in China too, and in in the Netherlands and in everywhere on the fucking world. But I want them to do it here. Okay, I want yeah. them to do it here too. <laughs> so as we do at the end of every podcast, um, uh, well, let's do this first. Highest of recommends. Let's rank real quick. Um, I'm going to put this at number one and then Star Trek 09 at number two and Into Darkness at number three. Agreed. Yep. Um, uh, which is not to slag Into Darkness, but it is just not as good as either one. Um, yeah, it's just true. You know what I mean? Um, I agree with who you. thought that that would be true? Man. I know, right? Like, Isn't that weird? This is where we're fast at. Fast and Furious in space. And yeah, well, yeah, when we're terrified of Fast and Furious in space, and what we get, and, and I don't even agree with that one reviewer that felt like the 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 action wasn't good. I thought the action was was spectacular too. Like all of it was good. But it did, you know, here's the thing. I think what he's saying is Justin Lin isn't doing what Justin Lin does best, which is that insanely amazing, awesome action. He's like, no, that's what not what this is. It is this not, is, and it's and it's more really this is, good solid action, but it's yeah, not it's fucking it's incredible. It's incredible yeah. action. Like it's it's some shit that we've never seen anywhere else. Yeah. Do you know? Um, like, it's phenomenal. But it's not car acrobatics, which is, you know, you know. No, but that's, this isn't Fast and the Furious in fucking space. So exactly. I'm happy and, and that thank God for that. that. And thank God, I'm clear that he got that, that memo. And thank you, Justin Lin, for having gotten the memo and, and not having made that the case. Um. So, uh. So. Um. hey, the only movie I like better than Star Trek Beyond right now is Trek Off the Motion Picture, which is our movie. <laughs> um. If you've just watched that movie and you're at home, you're like, well, listen, these guys talk. Uh, what should I do next? Track out the motion picture. Go. It's on Amazon Prime. Go check on it out Amazon right now. Prime, watch that um, shit. We're going to be talking about this a lot, man. Um, thanks for joining us for this incredibly long uh, show. Um, first look. And yeah, it's going to be even longer. Gonna... Join us again because we're we're yeah. absolutely not done. This is I'm not, not going to break. I'm not going to break this one up like I do sometimes. Like like this is. This no, is we're going to give you this really long shit. And then and then we'll probably we may break up the next one. but We'll probably just give you some more really long shit because yeah. we're just going to talk the shit out of this. <laughs> just talk it so, to death. So for Star Trek Beyond, my name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. Trek on. See the movie. Trek off, bitch. Trek off. See the movie. See the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trek off, bitch. <laughs>
Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it if you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription. Or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.